Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. And this was a dilemma that I was in the Cork Echo and it caught my attention. I'm still grieving for my mother, but my father has found a new woman. It says, I've been finding life very difficult for the last two years. The hard times began when my mother passed away from cancer. I'm finding life difficult without her and I miss her now as much as I did when she died. I know that grief can take a long time to get over and I feel that I was making some progress up until last month when my father announced that he had met another woman and they were now in a relationship. I was shocked with this news and I can't seem to move on or be happy for my father. I hate him for being with someone else and I don't want him to be with anybody else. I don't want to be part of it. He and my mum were together for 40 years and now it's like she just never existed. I have one brother who seems to be okay with his new relationship and he keeps telling me that I'm selfish for not wanting to meet this new lady and support my father. I know I'm being selfish. I know my father deserves to be happy, but it breaks my heart to think of him with somebody else. I feel like such a bad person. Well, I want to get your views on this kind of dilemma she finds herself in. She feels like a bad person for not supporting her father. Now, the mother is only dead two years. The father is in a relationship now. He's announced he's in a relationship. He can be damn sure he doesn't only know this woman for the last month. He probably knows her a lot longer than that. But obviously he's only announced it to his children now because he had a little bit of sensitivity about the whole thing. It's a difficult situation for a child, regardless of their age. And as much as they want to see their parent move on, you know, they don't want to see somebody else trying to replace their mother. But at the same time, the father, has he got a right to be happy also? And the question I want to ask is, is there a right time to move on and enter a new relationship after the death of a partner, if a partner dies quite young? Now, obviously, if it's older situation I don't know maybe I think differently you know I mean if somebody is 70 or 80 years of age and their husband or wife passes away you know if they want to have a friend that they go out with every now and again that's fine probably but I think it's hugely disrespectful to a person that you might be married to for 50 or 60 years um, to be with somebody else or to have a relationship or to marry somebody else as the case may be. I think it's usually disrespectful to the person who died. Um, but I can understand it if it was very young people, maybe if they're in their 20s or 30s. Because, um, you know, you still have a lot of your life left. Um, I think it would be very difficult. I suppose it depends on how much you actually love the person who died. I think if you've moved into a new relationship that quickly, personally speaking, I believe you obviously didn't really love the person you were with as much as you thought you did because somebody could replace them quite quickly. So let me know. I mean, I got a message here. I won't read out the person's name. It says, now a friend of mine died and her husband had the next woman lined up and made his move at her month's mind. That's for those who don't know, that's a religious occasion where they read out a list of the dead a month after the person has been buried. I can't come online and talk about it, but I'm so angry for him for letting my friend down. Obviously, it was her friend that passed away. And the husband is with a new one already, a month and a half later or so. So when is it too soon? Is too soon a month later? Is too soon a year later? Six months later? When's it, when's it too soon? When's it okay? Do you need to leave time or do you just let nature take its course and see what happens? Or is it disrespectful in all forms to be with somebody else when you're widowed or widower? Let me know. Liz, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Liz? Hi, how are you? 
Uh, Liz, I mean, do you have a problem with this father moving on? No, and I think that girl has to kind of mature, you know, and grow up a little bit. I mean, I understand that she might see her mother. I mean, the man is, what you say, two years now? Two years, uh, yeah. I mean, look, man, if you find love, you find love. Like, I mean, I've heard, I don't know why anyone would deny anybody that. Do you know what I mean? The right to be happy. Well, you, have to, well, you have to remember how she's thinking. She still loves her mother. He's still her father. And yeah. he, he maybe, she sees this woman as somebody he's trying to replace her mother with. Well, like, I mean, I've done how mature is she? Like, do you know what I mean? Of course that's not the case. Of course they've had years of, uh, you know, a love of marriage and a love of relationship and they've children and a life with and That just doesn't go away either. But, I mean, he also has to build on his own life now, too. So, I, 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 don't, I don't think... I don't well, think he was, I mean, I mean, this is not like a fly-by-night relationship he had with his, with his ex-wife, who is now obviously deceased. I mean, she, obviously, he was with her 40 years. So, he's no spring chicken. He's probably in his 70s. Exactly. Why not? Why not? I mean, Jesus. No harm, in, no harm in having a friend. Maybe somebody you go to the pictures with. You meet up every now and again. But, but I, I, I think at 70 years of age, if you were with somebody 40 years and you claim to love them for 40 years, I don't know how you could hop into bed with somebody else after two years. I know. Look, people say that all the time. You're with someone for 14 years of marriage or 15 years of marriage. You know, you share the life anyway. You've shared a long, a long, long time with that, that person. You've committed to a home, you've committed to a family, you've raised kids together. I mean, how many years is enough? Do you know what I mean? I just think, I mean, and I, listen, is she at home? No, that man is probably in, in, the, in the home of his own now. She's her own life to live, you know? So, I mean, what she wants to do, sitting there for the rest of these days, lonely and miserable? No, I would be happy that me, me, one of my parents tells somebody else and I wouldn't have to worry about them being alone and sad and, you know... Well, I mean, if you if you really love somebody, and and I don't know, Liz, whether you did. I mean, whether you were really in love with your ex. Yeah, yeah, of course, I was married. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Okay, so the, yeah, there was a point where you know he was the only man in the world, and you were the only girl, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and at that point, if you if something had to happen to him, or you you had his, if somebody said, let's just call him Jimmy, right? If something happened to Jimmy, would you find somebody else? Your immediate answer would be absolutely not, because there's nobody like him. I never want to be with anybody else. I want to be buried with him. Yeah, you can't see that at the time, though. Do you know what I mean? Well, well, yeah, but but if if you don't feel like that anymore, you shouldn't be with the person, really, should you? Because that's the way you should feel in a relationship, isn't it? Ah, uh, no. Well, you see, now, I think you go through just the stages in your relationship as well. I mean, you're together with someone for years. It's, it's a very long time, and it's a, I think your love changes over a period of time as well, over the years. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do believe that. I believe, I believe probably a lot of people... Uh, kind of form a, a deep companionship more than it's a kind of a lover's thing later in life, you know? And I mean, if this man has told this lady and, you know, as long as he wasn't doing that behind the wife's back, as long as he's being respectful, as long as he wasn't doing that like that, I mean, you're talking now too. Now, years. don't get me wrong, the previous message was said the fella, he, she met, he met someone at the mum's mind. That was a bit much now, in fairness. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know what I mean? But like, this is, this is somebody that I'm sure they you probably did know in the area or whatever. And I mean, it's two years down the road I mean, that man, as I said, probably in his 70s by now. That girl and the, the son and daughter have their own relationship, their own family, probably. Oh, she like a father, she to sit here on his own. Yeah, but yeah. I know I know there's people listening to this show now, right now, right? You know, in their 70s, maybe. <laughs> their, their partner has passed away a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever. And they're thinking to themselves, why would somebody else want to be with somebody else? I would never want to be with anybody apart from my partner. Yeah, no, listen, come here. I, I, yeah, I mean, just because they haven't been on the side of it. Do you know what I mean? I think you just haven't, you just haven't been on your side of it. I mean, I, nobody can tell how they're going to react when something like that happens. And if someone comes into your life and, they, and they're giving you a, a positive experience and, you know, you're, you're finding love again, 
I mean, if he's not, you know, oh, it's fine, love. You know, if you can get that little bit of happiness from me, you take it. I won't begrudge anybody that. Well, okay, well, let me just go to Anthony. Anthony, you're in classic. It's Aidan, Anthony. Hi, you know, how are things? Good. Uh, your mother lived 10 years after your father died. Yeah. And she became a complete and total eccentric. In she mom? became yeah. like Miss Haversham. Miss Haversham? Yeah, you know, Miss Haversham out of the Charles Dickens novel, a total recluse. Right, okay. And just left, wanted everything left the way it was. Okay. For 10 years, you know. And I often thought, God, I Hang on, I excuse me, Anthony, Anthony, just for a second, because I know, I know this is a moment where you need to tell us a story, but Liz is playing tunes on the phone. Liz, what are you doing? Playing tunes on the phone. What are you doing, darling? What are you, what are you doing in the background? <laughs> are you washing dishes or are you, what are you playing? All we can hear is banging and what, what are you up to? Oh, really? Okay, sorry, no, I say for sorry. What do you know? What Liz are you doing? I'm, I'm just curious now. I'm curious. You're doing what? I was moving a few things around in the kitchen. <laughs> Go on the Nile boiling show live in the air and move the furniture while you're at it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, would, you wouldn't do that on Joe Duffy, would you? I would want Joe Duffy nice to do you, dog. I'm joking, I'm joking. Right, sorry, sorry, Anthony, to ruin a very uh, a very sombre moment there when you were remembering your parents, and I do apologise. Uh, no, 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 it's not really sombre. Well, it's sombre for my mother when I think back on it, like, and I mean, I would love if she met someone new in would those you? 10 years, because she became a total recluse, like I said, she became like Miss Haversham, you know? Do you think oh, it's different for a father and mother, because... We we maybe resent our fathers meeting somebody else, but we don't resent our mothers meeting somebody else. Is that, is that a thing? I don't know. I think it depends if we're the son or the daughter. It depends on the person. Mm. But I think, I mean, sure, I mean, like, everyone is entitled to move on with their life. I mean, like, she was only in... Like, but she, she probably loved your father. Oh, to death. Well, then, well, then yeah. maybe she just didn't want to be with anybody else. Yeah, what do you mean, how early. sad is that, Liz? There's nothing wrong with her loving him to bits. You're not listening to that man. That man just said his mother went totally into herself. Went with but that, that's fine, but she didn't want to meet anybody else. How do you? Maybe she doesn't have the opportunity. You don't, you don't know. I mean, no, you know, she moved the content to two houses. We had a, a house in Cork City and a house in Kinsale. And she moved that content to the house of Cork City down to the, con- down to the house in Kinsale. And kept everything together, and it was just like going into Miss Haversham's house. <laughs> She'd let nobody in, and I mean, she was a great grandmother as well at that stage. Like, and nobody could come in. You know, she'd let nobody in, and then she was dying of cancer, and she didn't even tell any of us. We only found out about it about four weeks before she and died. I know, I, know, I know. To you, she had changed, and obviously, she became quite eccentric. But in her own mind and heart, maybe she was extremely lonely, and but lonely for him, not for anybody. She didn't want anybody else. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I understand that. I mean, I was listening. She really to missed O'Rourke. him. I was listening yesterday, actually, to um, you know Mary O'Rourke. Mm. I was listening to her. That's, that's right. When her husband passed away, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to her being interviewed yesterday, and she said after she came home after he died, the sons were gone. And the husband was gone. And she said, I went into the house and she said it was just an empty echo chamber. Mm-hmm. And she said, I just had to turn on the radio. And I turned on the radio in the bedroom and I turned on the radio in the kitchen. And she said... I hope she, said, oh, I hope she turned on classic hits. 
Well, she maybe she did. Yeah. You know, I'd say she listens to everything, but yeah. but that was my mother's story. Like, and I often thought I would have been delighted. She had a friend then that lived down the road that she called to every now and again, and she was about the same age as herself. She was in her early sixties. But you're getting. Yeah, I mean, you you come on to tell me you wish she met somebody else, but to me it sounds like. Although she felt lonely and a bit isolated and obviously changed her ways, the reason she was like that was because she missed her father. Oh, and, yeah, she didn't, she and she didn't want to be and she didn't want to be with anybody else. Yeah, she And it's not admirable. It's really admirable, I think. It is, but I felt sorry for her then because she lost ten years of her life before she died then, you know? Well, maybe, maybe she was happier dying, if you know what I mean, because she felt she could be oh, with him. Oh, no, that's no, 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 maybe she, dying. no, maybe she felt she wanted to be with him. Maybe that's what she felt. Yeah. That's why she didn't tell you that she had cancer at the time, maybe. I don't know. No, that's the point I'm trying to make about this girl. sending that email, yeah. Would she rather? By the way, sorry, Anthony, I don't mean that disrespectfully to you. I'm just, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know, I understand. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah sorry, know sorry, what, yeah. what are you saying, Liz? Sorry. That lady that sent in that email, was she to see her father that she thrown into a recluse? He's very sad to see this. You know, that's an awful way to see somebody as well. Now, I know they may choose to be that way, but I mean, it's a very sad thing to see for a family looking to see one that loves them there on their own, like the kind of thing a bit of recluse, you know, won't go out, lonely, sad. Would you rather that or would you rather only your parents? You know, say now. Yeah but, yeah, but there was nothing stopping Anthony's mother going out and meeting somebody else, going to an old coffee morning or a dance. Or, there was nothing stopping her from doing that. She wouldn't dream of it. I know she wouldn't, but I'm just saying there was nothing stopping her doing it. She just didn't want to. Yeah, but that's okay then, yeah. I. But it's also okay for this man to be with somebody. We have choices. The great thing about being a human being and uh, being your own person is that you choose to do what you like, right? Yeah, but I have more admiration for Anthony's mother than I do for the man in the letter here. I'll go away yeah, with that. Now, do you tell me if you're Mrs. Crockett tomorrow now, you won't be out there now in a couple of years? No, I don't, th- I don't think I would. <laughs> Not the way I feel about her, no. I'll go away. She's great. Well, Liz, your phone is broke. I can barely understand what That's you're saying. That's because she's moving and furniture. I like I'm a big fan of yours. Yeah, well, we're all big fans of Liz. That's because she's moving her phone. Up there. She's moving <laughs> furniture and she's talking to us. No, sorry, no, I had on loudspeaker. No, oh, God, Jesus, Liz. You wouldn't put Joe Duffy on loudspeaker, would you? Put me on Joe Duffy on loudspeaker. <laughs> <laughs> you had me on loudspeaker. I was on loudspeaker. While you were in the kitchen moving. And what are you moving? What are you moving? I was just, you know, pottering around the kitchen. Pottering around the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I'm imagine s- now, Niall, if you'd have a standard. I have now, a vision in my head, sorry. I'll be patching down the bedroom. I have a vision of your kitchen, right? <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's see if I'm good, if I'm psychic, right? <laughs> it's pine wood. No. Is no, it? Green kitchen. It's a glass cream, is it? No, it's not. I'm doing glass, you must be joking. It's, no, it's matte, is it? Oh, Jesus. Sticky fingers all over the place, not a chance, mate. Right, okay. Is it a pine table? No, it's a glass table. Yeah, again, there's way. I wouldn't make a good psychic. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Sheila. Sheila, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sheila? Hi, Niall. How are you doing? Sheila, you're saying it's it's it is a difficult one. I understand that, but uh, is it you know is there anything wrong with somebody moving on you know in a shorter period of time? No, not not at all. It's like I mean you know uh, as I say, I'd be happy for them. You know, mm. it's good, but yeah. you know, you don't have double standards either. No, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I'd be happy you know, for them I if mean, if they wanted to do it. Yeah, well, like I mean, it's like my mom 
something similar happened to her and she moved on and she met somebody. Right. But I was in a relationship with somebody who was previously married and she didn't agree with that at all. She actually, um, what did she say to my sister? It was something like, um, Sheila may as well have died. Oh my. Because she had very strong religious beliefs. And yet she she went off and found somebody else herself. uh, That's a bit hypocritical all the same, isn't it? Yeah. I had this thing, it was like, okay. So do as I say okay, and, and not I as I single. do. I was single. I was entitled to do whatever I liked, to be honest. Okay, she was, in a matter of, I suppose, manner of speaking, she was as well. My father had died, but I couldn't understand how she didn't, she could oh, never God. approve of my relationship, but then it was okay for her to do. What she know, did. To move on, you know. And how long did it take her to move on? About seven years. Okay, well, it's a reasonable amount of time, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it is a reasonable amount of time. I, I'd be very happy for her, and I was very happy for her, and it was grand that she had, you know. But as I say, nobody would take the place of my father. That's fair enough. Exactly. But at the same time, she had a companion, mm-hmm. you know. But she didn't agree to me having a companion, if but you understand what I'm saying. You know? Sorry, Anthony. What's that lady's name? That's Sheila. 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 Sheila, did you ever hear of the old days? My mother would tell me, she's long gone now, but she'd tell me that the woman at first, when the husband died the first year, that they'd be in black, and then they'd wear the purple armband. What's that about? The second year. What's that about? I'm available. Morning. Oh, well, sorry, right, okay. Morning. Okay. A purple <laughs> armband. Right, okay. Seriously, yeah. Never heard of that. Well, yeah. I've never heard of that, no, but uh, I had an Is that an old Irish thing? Maybe it's a Cork thing, I don't know. Died. You know? Yeah, it could be a Cork thing. You could be right, Anthony. Sorry, uh, Sheila, what's, well, I missed what you said there, Sheila. I'll I, I I just say to Anthony there that I had an aunt whose husband died, and she, she I think he died about 30 years before, and she wore black until the day he died. He died. <laughs> you know, she in went Victoria. to a wedding, and we'd be always saying, We'd be laughing because we'd be going, oh, you know, Jesus, like, what's she going to do? She's not going to have anything like... By the way, speaking of wearing black, I was in talking to somebody today. Do you know what I hate? Funeral addicts. I hate funeral addicts. You know these people who go to funerals, right? Dressed in black, who are not even related to the person who died. Do you know, they're just, they kind of, they're an acquaintance. They kind of know them through somebody, through somebody yeah, else. Yeah. And, and they all arrive in black. Free tea and sandwiches. Yeah, they go to happens. like loads of funerals. It's a kind of a... That happened to me. Now it's a nosy thing. That's what it is. It's to yeah. see who's there. Ten years Where's ago, I lost my mother. Ten years ago, I lost my mother and I lost my brother within six months of each other. Oh, and the dear. same woman came up to me that I never knew that was related to us. <laughs> oh, I knew your mother very well. Yeah, and God bless you. I was at my funeral, the brother, six months later. Oh, I knew your brother very well, and I was like, "Who oh, the name of Christ?" No, and I just like... think it's very sad not to not to not to want to see somebody happy. Yeah, as long as that man is not disrespecting the the mother's um, memory or anything like that, and the new lady is not being, you know, in any way disrespectful in that sort of way. Yeah, I mean, I think this lady is mature. She's a mature woman. I mean, she has her own family. Surely, God, she wouldn't want to see her father sitting at home alone. Do you know what I mean? At that age, mm. no, absolutely, yeah, oh, yeah. So when somebody, somebody else is texting about people who are addicted to going to funerals, I, I remember years ago, going back, oh, 25 years ago, one of the guys that I worked with, I worked in nightclubs and the boss of the nightclub, his mother died. 
So it was kind of expected that we kind of went to the funeral, right? And one of the DJs that worked with me there, Mark, if you're listening, um, we were, we were the, in the, the queue. Do you know the queue on the night before the funeral? There's a queue up to shake hands with the family. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. So we're all in the queue, right? And he's in front of me and he keeps looking back really awkwardly and he says, what do you say? And I said, what do you mean? And he says, I see, he says to me, well, like, I don't know what to say. Like, what I say? I said, just say whatever comes into your head. <laughs> say whatever comes into your head, right? So he got down anyway and just say Brian is the person's name who is our boss. Brian stands up, you know, to shake his hand and he does it and he goes, dreadful weather, isn't it? <laughs> I thought I was going to wet myself on the spot. Dreadful weather. It was, it was a bad day in fairness. <laughs> dreadful weather. Not sorry for your loss, which is the obvious thing oh, to say. Yeah. Dreadful weather all the same, isn't it? And you know what, the poor DJ sitting there, probably gosh, sure it is all the same, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, what's the, Sheila, what's the story with the funeral addicts? Are they going just because they're nosy? I think they just look up the flipping RIP.ie every day and they just sort of like, oh yeah, sure, we'll go along, like, you know? Yeah. And then, and, then, and, then, and you know, some people actually, I, I actually worked in a place, I worked in hotels and stuff, and there was one particular lady who we saw regularly at funerals. Right. She was a regular. Because, you know, there was a meal or there was food or something. <laughs> so there was a meal. Her and she would have the cheek sometimes to bring in maybe one of her children and, um, you know, look for a children's menu and stuff like that. Um, literally, she was going for a free dinner. <laughs> <laughs> or a few drinks. <laughs> and and what's even worse, bar, Liz, yeah. what's even worse about these addicts is a lot of them will dress in black, which I find really disrespectful to the family because from what I know, what's the rule for funerals? You only dress in black if you're a direct relation, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a rule. You, you don't, well, like, you you don't go dress in black anyway. if it's just somebody you kind of half knew. No, but if you knew, like if you was your friend or something like that, you know, what do you mean? Well, I mean, well, like if you're... Guys, like, and you knew them, like if it's a neighbour. No, you then? wouldn't, unless you're a blood relative down here in Cork. Oh, anyway, you wouldn't. Yeah, no, I know that's a rule. That's a oh, thing. It's a, no, it's a genuine thing. If somebody dies, you have to be directly related to them to dress in black. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Man. It's a respect thing. Now, I'm not suggesting you go wearing your summer clothes either. You know what I mean? You kind of, you be respectful. Okay, so let's move away from that. We're making light of it. I don't want to make light of it. Of a serious situation here. Uh, Maria, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Maria? Hi, how are you? Hi, Maria. I mean, getting back to the original, uh, this story in the Cork Echo, this dilemma in the Cork Echo. Uh, sorry, it's, is it Maria or Mary? Well, Maria. Okay, Maria, sorry. Okay, so this story in the Cork Echo. So when is too soon to move on? I don't know. I, I, as I said, my husband died almost four years ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I don't think I could ever move on. Do you know, I don't think I could ever be with anybody else. How long were you with him? Uh, 38 years. What was his name? Joe. Joe. And how did Joe die? Um, it was a clot. He, he dies very suddenly. All right, okay. Okay, so it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't long and drawn out? No, no, no. Okay, all right, okay. And he wasn't in a lot of pain? No, he wasn't. No, okay, no. well, I'm glad to hear that part of it anyway. And, <laughs> I, and, I, and again, I genuinely, I am sorry for your loss, and particularly the fact you were married 38 years, and you sound like, obviously, a couple who were mad crazy about each other. Oh, yeah. So you can't see ever in your lifetime. And, and you, I don't think you're too old, are you? No, I'm 
fifty-four. Okay, so you're still a reasonably young woman, all right? Yeah. So you can't see, you could never see yourself in the future being with another man. No, no, never. And do you think that would be disrespectful to Joe? Um. Or has Joe? Did you ever have that conversation with Joe while he was alive? Did Joe or yourself ever say, "Listen, if I pop me clogs, you know, don't hang around waiting. Now find yourself somebody else." Did you, did you ever have that conversation? Yeah, jokingly. Yeah. Jokingly, like you know, but um, no, my my like as I said, my mother, she was only forty when she died, mm-hmm. and um, my father then was eighty-six when he died. So he spent forty-six years on his own. Mm-hmm. He never, never. I'm sure he had friends and acquaintances and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, he has. He, yeah, he, he he had a buddy who who whose wife died um, a few years later, and she was a young woman as well. But they were to go off to Liston Barn, and um, they had a good crack, like the two of them. And what can I, can I ask you if it doesn't upset you too much, uh, Maria? What 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 do you miss most about not just about Joe, about being part of a couple? I suppose. What do you miss the most? Is it just the company at night when you're watching TV or? What is it you oh, miss yeah. most? Yeah, yeah. Sunday dinners. Sunday dinners. Yeah. Why, did he make the dinner on a Sunday? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I no. Know, okay. No, I haven't. Um, like, I have five kids, but they're all working. They're all away. And yeah, yeah, we're yeah. married and things like that. But um, they usually come around the weekend, all right, but they go back on Sunday because they, they have to go back to work on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> I haven't had a Sunday dinner, really. I haven't had two or three Sunday dinners since he died. But we used to always have Sunday dinner together. We walked together. And, uh, yeah. you know, um, we used to have breakfast on Saturday morning and dinner on Sunday. They were the only kind of two days that uh, we would eat together. You'd eat you together know. because of your work yeah. schedule. So I hate Saturday morning and Sunday dinner time. Saturday right, okay. Okay, because you, know. you, you really miss doing that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. but okay, but hang on, hang on a second, Anthony. There you are, Anthony. There's a woman married thirty eight years. That sounds lovely. That sounds exactly like my mother. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, she's she's quite happy, you know, and she doesn't want to meet yeah. anybody else. She, Joe was the man of her dreams. He was the man she always wanted to be with, and she doesn't she doesn't want to insult his memory. Maybe I don't know. We always had a routine as well, like we'd go to mass on a Sunday morning, and the only. Day of the week that we'd have a fry up would be a Sunday morning. Yeah, my father night. would make the fry up on a Sunday morning years ago. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you yeah. usually yeah. my father would usually make it while playing Shirley Bassey at full volume. Nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, sorry, Liz. What are you trying to say? I said, isn't that okay that that woman wants to, that woman chooses to live like that? But it's also okay when someone chooses not to live like that after 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 a past. But is she not? I I think she's one hundred percent right. I think. You know, at the moment, the way she feels, she feels it would be disrespectful to her yeah, husband to pass away. But, yeah, that's okay. Well, I don't, I don't disrespect that woman and say she shouldn't feel that way. That's a, that's, she's totally entitled to feel that way. But so is that man. That man is also entitled to move on as well, really, if he wants to. If he chooses. So if he left somebody and he makes them happy, he also has a right to do that. You know, you can't judge somebody. I mean, it's, not, it's not okay to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would, I would I think, I I want to be one of my... Sorry, Maria. I think I think men find it harder to be alone. Yeah, I think you so. Know. Do you think do you think that may be for sexual reasons, <laughs> or do you think do you think men just prefer to ha- or kind of need company more so than women? I think so. Yeah. No, mm. I think it's uh, yeah, kissing the field is any type of job. Oh, right, yeah. Stop, would you? <laughs> well, I, I think, yes, men are more sexual creatures, right? That's, yeah. There's no doubt about that because we have testosterone, which never goes away till the day we die. Right. Um, so, yes, men do want, I suppose, intimacy is something yeah, that men, definitely. you know, 
kind of want all the time. So yes, maybe that's, but not necessarily all the time. Maybe they want company more. Yeah. Yeah, female company. Yeah. Obviously, in that particular I case, I think it's a great thing. I think, listen, if a love comes your way and you get it, grab it. You know, and I think that woman there was in our probably a, a late 40s, early 40s. I sent in that email. She should be happy that her father has come with him. He's not sitting there in his own lounge. You know what I mean? Mm. And Maria, how do you think if if you did? Now, I'm not saying you will, but just say in two years' time, you happen to be out at a dance or something like that. Do you ever go to a dance or something or anything? No, we used to go to concerts. He wasn't. He didn't drink, so we didn't really go to pubs. Right. So we, we we used to go to um, concerts and things like that. You know. Right, okay. So let's say you go to a concert or you go somewhere, you go out on a night out and you meet somebody, right? And okay, he's just a friend for a couple of years. But then maybe, you know, you, you, you like him a lot and what have you. Do, do you think your children would be upset? I don't think so. Do you think they'd be happy for you? I yeah. think so, yeah. I think so. Have, I they, think have they have they said that to you recently? Have they ever said to you, James, man, why don't you get out there and see if you find yourself another man? No, well, they, they haven't. Like, you know, but I, I know they kind of worry about me being on my own and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know? And are you, are you, well, okay, I was going to say, are you happy being your own? Of course you're not happy being your own. But but in saying that, are you getting used to the idea of being your own? Um, at times... Uh, this time of the year now, I, I usually come away to bed about nine o'clock and uh, I'd listen to you or I'd read a book. So am I, am I our new husband, so to speak? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you'd read a book, okay, and then you'd nod off then about 11 o'clock or so. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay, so so that that's the radio is your company now, is it? It is, yeah, it is. Right, okay. And you probably yeah. listened, what else do you listen to? Oh, uh, Jim and PJ and. Like, I mean, you don't. You don't have to say classic hits all the way. You, I prefer if you did, mind you. But you don't have to say that. Do you listen to any of the radio? A Red FM sometimes. Okay, okay. Who do you? Yeah. Neil Penderville. Neil Penderville. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's not a bad fella, you know. I mean, he's pretty, I'm sure he's pretty good at what he does. I haven't actually really heard his show very much, but I'm sure he's pretty good at what he does. He's been around yeah. for a good while, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so it's mainly just talk radio you listen to because you like to hear people interacting. Yeah, I uh, um, I I like music as well. Like, but I I have um, I have an old record player and um, have the, the vinyls. I like listening to the vinyls. There's nah, the- you're a woman after my own heart. What sort of <laughs> rec- What records have you got in your collection? Oh jeez, I've I've I've, um, I've lots of old ones. You know. Do you know what I was? Do you know what I find myself listening to in the car? Right, I was listening. I I downloaded on Spotify. Um, that's Maria. That's I don't know if you use Spotify or not. It's I an app. Spotify, yeah, have you got Spotify? All right, okay. Well, I downloaded on Spotify uh, Jimmy Durante's greatest hits. Now this is in the nineteen forties, and I'm yeah. I'm just going along in the car. Auntie, this is the truth. Singing, smile though your heart is breaking, and I'm that's what I'm singing in the car. Hmm? I like Leonard Cohen. Oh yeah, Suzanne. That's a great song. Yeah, I love Suzanne. What's the other side? He he was spent a lot of time in jail actually. He wrote a lot of his stuff while he was in jail. He did, yeah. Like Gordon O'Wire and um, mm-hmm. So Long Marianne. Mm-hmm. And now, what have you ever heard the song, um, Little Things Mean a Lot? Kitty Cairn. Yeah. It was a one hit burner. No. Little Things Mean a Lot. Yeah, yeah. Touch yeah, my yeah. hair as you pass my chair. Little Things Mean a Lot. Did they ever tell you, Anthony, you should never go into the business of singing? <laughs> Can I just advise you? <laughs> never go into the business of singing. Liz! <laughs> have you got records, Liz? Oh, she's gone. She's gone off to fix her fridge or something like that. I don't know where she's gone. Well, look, Alcy, thanks very much indeed. Maria, it was lovely talking to you. Thank you. Goodbye. Enjoy. All right. And, and once again, my condolences to the last your husband and nobody will ever replace him. But maybe someday you might meet somebody else.
All right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. If, and you make that decision yourself when you think that's yeah. right. All right. Yeah. All right. Nice. See you, Maria. Bye. Bye. Lovely woman. What an amazingly wonderful woman. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.